Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Lockless times, eight buckets, lightning round edition ACC. Ken, you gave us a little teaser going into break in the last segment on Clemson. Uh, why don't you pay that off here, your thoughts on uh, Dabo, Cade, Klubnik, and company this season, win total of 10. Yeah, I mean, a very interesting team, more interesting than Boston College, uh, for example, because BC, like, is going to finish with five, six, or seven wins. I mean, just 100% of the time, almost. And uh, Clemson, their range of outcomes is is pretty wide. Um, undefeated isn't totally out of the question. Uh, a sort of bad nine and three for them is really not out of the question. Market is generally shaped 10 juiced over uh, on them. MGM is the same. So, like, paying a little more that you think they're going to go 11 and one. Uh, 12 and 0, or that you think 11 is more likely than nine. Uh, their schedule sits up pretty interestingly. There are six look ahead markets for their games. They only play 12. Um, and there are six look ahead markets. And all the look ahead markets sort of have something in common, which is that there are this series of games, uh, with one exception, so five of the six, where Clemson would normally be a bigger favorite in the game, but because of kind of how they've looked recently or the team that they're playing against has been better, these games all now fall into like, a touchdown or a little more than a touchdown. And so they're all kind of in play. And that's one of the reasons why instead of like 11 and a half, like Clemson's win total has been previously, why it's 10. So some of those look ahead games, uh, they host Florida State in week four. Uh, the Florida State is very likely, uh, if Florida State beats LSU, they'll win the next two. Clemson's almost certainly gonna start three and oh, there are two touchdowns on the road against Duke in week one, 13 is the look ahead number. That's their toughest game, very likely to get uh, if Florida State gets past LSU, which is like a coin flip, undefeated versus undefeated, like a month into the year, which is fun. Clemson minus three is the look ahead. Uh, I have bet that, and I have bet Clemson. Uh, so that is the only bet that I've made for Clemson is uh, three minus 110 in the look ahead market on their game, hosting Florida State. Uh, my number in that game is six. And I think Florida State, I don't know if I'm going to get a better number the week of the game, but if Florida State loses to LSU, that number is so toast, it's like not even close. So feel like more likely that number goes up than comes down because Florida State's the one with the test game and Clemson's 13 against Duke in week one. Uh, in terms of how the rest of the schedule projects, more than a touchdown, but like manageable point spreads, nine at Miami, nine and a half at NC State, six Notre Dame, you get the idea, like touchdown or a little more than a touchdown, 10 and a half North Carolina. Uh, it's kind of just like, is this going to be more like the old Clemson teams? I'll just tell you, I know the number looks low versus how Clemson's normally rated, but there is like some support for the idea that the team should be rated worse than other Clemson teams, just based on how the market has viewed them the last couple of years. And maybe Club Nick fixes all that, but he probably doesn't. And it's more likely this is like the new normal for Clemson, team that still recruits at an insanely high level, um, still develops a lot of those players. 
they're probably just not like an 11 and a half and we have to have that conversation anymore kind of because of how the landscape of their conference has changed um and because of some of the attributes of the team new coordinators all that stuff has changed like they're just still they're really 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 good it's just not old clemson and so i think they're for the most part being rated effectively my projection for them is almost exactly 10 wins uh if you do want to bet the over on them so my one bet is i bet them minus three against florida state if you want to bet them to go over and you don't want to pay the juice if they go over this the minimum record they have to go over now i understand you push 10 and that's part of making the bet the minimum amount uh that they can win is 11 and 1 in the regular season that would 99 percent of the time put them into the acc title game they will be a big favorite over whoever comes out of the coastal i hope it's miami it might be somebody else i don't like north carolina very much um they're three to one to make the playoff they're a little better in a couple places to make the playoff 12 and one acc champ like they're gonna make it a lot of the time so you take more risk over 10 minus 130 is a way safer bet than plus 300 to make the playoff but if you like them to go over that number a lot like you got it at that playoff number because they're gonna be a favorite in the acc they go 11 and 1 they're gonna be favored over everybody in the coastal uh in the acc title game so i don't like them to go over so i'm not making the playoff bet i would almost advocate the playoff bet over the win total over if you like them um but i'm just kind of neutral on them with the exception of the florida state point spread that analysis is why we call Ken Barkley your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. Great stuff. I'm being serious. Great stuff there on Clemson. Ken, let's move to the Duke Blue. It's been a while. Yeah. What? Your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper? Yeah. Well, just like uh, it, not a, aside from just the first couple minutes of the show. Yeah. You know what? Challenge accepted. I'm going to find a way to work it into the show moving forward sure. here. Duke you is the next team. Uh, win total of six over sitting minus 130. Yeah. Uh, Mike Elko is like some kind of wizard. Because I, I don't know how the hell they did, did what they did last year. Uh, Duke won eight, if you weren't paying attention, Duke won eight regular season games last year with a win total of three and a half. And uh, I still don't really know how the hell they did it, but they did. And this season is just as confusing because I don't know what to make their rating. Because <laughs> like Duke has, you know, and Duke's been an overachieving team before. David Cutcliffe was their head coach forever. And they would go over a bunch of win total numbers all the time, despite having not very much talent. He, Cutcliffe, would always get them over. They was one of the great win total over bad coaches that you could have. Maybe they found another one because, like, it's not like the talent got way better. It's kind of just, like, back to where it was before Cutcliffe got fired. And so it's never going to be great. So sometimes it's three and four, and sometimes they overachieve and make a bowl game. Their range of outcomes here is massive um, just because... I don't know what to make the rating like within a touchdown. There aren't very many look-ahead markets for their games. I don't know how we might we might look back at Clemson minus thirteen in week one and say that's crazy. Either way, I don't know which way we're going to say it's crazy if Duke's going to be this kind of a team. I think we're more likely to say it's crazy because Clemson's better, but eh, we could be wrong. Um, my raw projection for them, I did, took my best guess at a rating and uh, slightly worse than last year, but pretty close. And I got really close to the market. Market's mostly six and a half juiced under by a lot. I'm like 6.2. Schedule's got okay flexibility in it, but just not a team I want to take shots on or against. Very tough to figure out. Um, And maybe they found a coach that's really awesome. We'll see. You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken. Uh, I think uh, people are probably already familiar, Ken, with your thoughts on Florida State. So you can make this one a little quicker if you would like. A Florida State win total sitting at nine and a half, juiced way over. You've done a lot on this over the course of the last month on the show. You can just quickly summarize if you'd like, kind of your thoughts on the Seminoles this year and that win total. Yeah, sure. So I, uh, I 
I do like under nine and a half a lot. Uh, there is one domestic book that has a 10 under minus 150, uh, which I've tried to bet from 500 different places and been pretty successful. Uh, it hasn't moved, which is really funny with the volume. Uh, so cool. Uh, I would bet that. That's probably one of my favorite win total bets under. My projection for Florida State raw projection, like just averaging all the games, is 9.1. And uh, they. it's very rare to have a team be like 10 and be a dog in their first two games, and they're going to be a dog in their first two games. LSU is probably going to get bet even more. Uh, they're two and a half, three in the opener. They should probably close more than that. And Clemson's going to be a favorite in the game uh, at Clemson coming up in game. So think about that. You have a team where the win total is 10 and they're a dog two of the first four. You never see something like that historically. And then the other really important part of this is a lot of the Florida State win total projection is that their rivalry games are projected to be blowouts. And if you know anything about the rivalries between Florida State, Miami, and Florida, that's a really bad assumption. Also, Florida and Miami both had historically bad seasons for them last year. Florida had one of the worst seasons they've ever had. Miami had one of the worst seasons they've ever had. Do you think that's just going to happen again? They're both going to be awful. Like, it's extremely unlikely. The look-aheads in those games right now, Florida 15 and a half at home against Miami. Are you kidding? And then nine and a half at Florida also, are you kidding? Like, if you put both those games back on the table at all, then this needs to be nine. It just needs to be nine. Dog in the first two rivalry games at the end. Like, it's just, it's all a house of cards and it's predicated on they were really good last year. They won nine regular season games and they have a ton coming back. There's nothing really that points to an over here being valuable, like any logical way to analyze like all of the teams on their schedule and what the likely markets are. Sorry, like that's just how I feel. It's like pretty strong. So um, also there are tons of historical markers that indicate whether a team is likely to make the playoff or not. And Florida State has exactly zero of them to give you an idea of how many they have. So I've also bet them. I cannot believe this. There's like minus 350 on them to not make the playoff. You know what you have to lay usually on teams like this to not make it? Are you serious? So just like, again, I can be wrong. They could go 12 and 0, whatever. I can be wrong about every bet I give out. I just like, I think they are being grossly mispriced and I can't explain it. Well, I can, but it's just like, I we do this to teams every year and we're just gassing them up again and they're very likely to go 9 and 3. So that's how I feel about Florida State. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Lockmas meets eight buckets, lightning round edition. Good stuff there on the Florida State Seminoles. Ken, let's go to the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, who a couple hours ago here on this terrific football Tuesday made it official. Haynes King will be the starting quarterback for Brent Key in Georgia Tech when they play Louisville in the season opener. Win total of four, juice to the over right now at BetMGM. Yeah, kind of an interesting situation, right, with a team that uh, has had a couple really, really, really brutal seasons. And uh, Key takes over as the interim coach last year and plays, I mean, one of those kind of, weird situations guy who has very little coaching experience gets the interim gig goes four and four with a terrible roster and like gets the job and now i kind of don't know what like you know answer this question do you think he's a good coach my answer is i have absolutely no idea um if he's remotely competent they can get over the number it they have enough games to do it they probably have realistically six winnable games on the schedule something like that and you're talking about like a four over or a four and a half juiced under win total in the market like if he's good they get there some of the time my projection for them basically fits the market like 4.1 4.2 um really just like kind of a wild card of a coach with a really low bottom of the barrel number expected uh if i had to bet it i'll say they don't get there just because that's easier and like he has to probably be a, a reasonably good coach for them to get there but haynes king could pop he's a texas a&m guy who obviously hurt uh, got hurt um as one of their like seven highly recruited quarterbacks that didn't pan out so some upside there too to be fair 
Um, not a win total, I'd probably bet. Uh, let's see if we can sneak one more in here, Ken. That's Georgia Tech. Let's go to NC State now with a win total of six and a half juice towards the over at BetMGM. Uh, the most high variance, flexible schedule you could possibly imagine. Would never bet the actual win total. Uh, sevens everywhere, and I'm like 7.1, 7.2. Uh, every game on their schedule is in play. Every single one. Uh, they draw Clemson, but they host the game. So now that game comes back in play because the look ahead's nine and a half. And that is by far the most likely loss on their schedule. They will play six games with a projected point spread for me of less than four. Uh, alt win totals, if you could ever find them, maybe like conference division type stuff, but this is such like a packed division and conference. Uh, if I had to bet, I'd bet they go over the number, but really like the way to think about this team is all outcomes are possible. Half wins are not valuable. Uh, every game is in play could literally go like 11 and one or four and seven, and they both be almost equally likely. You, uh, you feel good about being able to hit the rest of these schools here in the next segment of the show to start the power hour. Yeah, we got six. And we just did five. Feel pretty good. And that was a shorter segment. You nailed it, man. That was really good. Yeah, I got it. Your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. That's why we <laughs> yeah, say there you it. Go. Fam as Jake would say, famously, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. All right, quick break. And on the other side, final hour. Final hour, power hour. All our bets for tonight. Defensive Rookie of the Year in the NFL. And we will wrap up the ACC. Lochmas meets eight buckets in the lightning round edition. Coming up next here on the BeckQL Network. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.